Hi everyone and welcome back to the GM Breakout Podcast. I'm Dylan and I'll be the GM for Magic of the Gambia, our playthrough of the Pathfinder 2nd Edition Adventure Path, The Strength of Thousands. I hope you all had an amazing time this holiday season and here's to a happy new year. 2021 has certainly been a, a rough time for all of us, so fingers crossed that 2022 will be much, much better. I hope all of our listeners spend next year rolling natural 20s. Well, well, unless you're you're one of my players, and then just keep on rolling those natural ones you always do. This episode, our player characters continue getting settled into the Megambia. They head out of the Spire dormitory and get shown around the campus a bit, meeting some more staff and students along the way. This adventure path is a little bit different compared to, to most of the other ones that have been released so far. Usually the early levels are filled with combat, but this first book has a lack of fights and instead sees the characters earning some of their XP through skill-based missions, helping out NPCs, and just generally being students at Magic Academy. Because of this, there's a, a little bit of a slow start before the campaign really kicks off. But saying that, just you wait until a few episodes from now when things suddenly start to get really dangerous for the heroes. Without further ado, it's my pleasure to introduce you to Episode 3, Partners in Wine. Hey everyone and welcome back to the GM Breakout Podcast. We are still doing our playthrough of the Strength of Thousands Adventure Path. Uh, I don't know why I act so surprised that we're still doing it on episode 3. We'll be we'll be doing this for many more episodes. Uh, I'm joined by my four wonderful players. How's everyone doing today? Uh, Einar, how are you doing? I'm great. I've been playing a lot of um, Diablo 2 Resurrection today, which brought me back to my childhood a little bit. So now I'm ready to go back to Hogwarts to... <laughs> Continue reliving my childhood. It's not Hogwarts. It's, it's the Megambia. No, it, it is Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> then it must be burned. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, Jeremy, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm contemplating a little bit of productive us and no. Um, no, I'm doing very well, thank you. I managed to get a ludicrous amount of sleep for a grown adult with a child and job last night. It's early, well, it's not that early, it's 20 to 10 in the morning where I am, and I'm feeling fine and excited. Let's go. Awesome. Next up, we got Greg. How's everything going on in your life? Evening. I have a new car. Which is a replacement. Hey! Of the old hey! Car. It's hey! Yes. Last episode, we uh, you, you had to scrap a car, and now you got a new one. Indeed. In fact, frankly, it was able to be worked around as quickly as it can. However, there is now a fuel shortage in the UK, which was not foreseen mm-hmm. whatsoever. No one ever predicted it. And a uh, yep. yeah, energy <laughs> prices have gone up. Fuels being lost. It's all going well. Supermarkets with no food, chickens being slaughtered without places to go. All, all you know, great, great things. But we all come here to forget about the realities of the, of our political situation. Of chickens being slaughtered, yes. There'll be no oh. slaughtering anchor roots pep today, please. Uh, in fact, let's just go a complete session without any chicken mentions at all, I think. Uh, and finally, last but not least, Kevin, how are you doing? 
Ah, doing good, doing good. I've been playing uh, the game of King Matrica recently, and it's just making me love the reaction system of second edition so much more. <laughs> uh. Yes, I, I love the Kingmaker game, but after playing second edition for so long, going back to what is essentially first edition Pathfinder, my brain gets frazzled because there's just too much difference between them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for someone to mod a second edition version which has the free action system, but uh, that will probably be uh, too much work for someone to do. It's an unchained Way version. too much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do, does do one of you lovely players want to take a recap for, for the last uh, couple episodes, or, or should I do it? It's... I have not prepared for that. No. Nope, yeah, neither. I'm here. I'm here. Kirk gets down this on you. <laughs> well, I, I can mean, do I can... a short one. Uh, you know what? Give it a go. So, a couple of mysterious adventure have been. Invited, or I've joined a magic academy, the greatest of all, and I've passed some weird tests under the rain. Once done, they've been sent to their dorm where they've met people of all kind that are students there, and they found some paper frog. <laughs> and that's that's much it. That's, uh, that's basically it. Yes, uh, you, you've been inducted into the Magambia by uh, Teacher Ott. He did a few interviews. Uh, he, he had some weird tests and he gave you all a, a free spell. And then, yes, you've been exploring your new home, which is the Spire Dormitory. Uh, you met a couple people. Uh, one was very nervous. One was very lazy. Uh, and one was what can only be described as a Hermione. <laughs> and yes, you, you were having a little explore... And uh, the last thing that happened was uh, as you were, you, you got distracted by a weird painted wall that gave you little bits of paper uh, with weird messages on. Um, but one of you heard some strange sounds coming from, from the north and uh, you went into like the eastern bath. And yes, there were some little uh, frogs, origami frogs hopping around. Uh, Woolly got a few paper cuts. Um, and I believe that's Pretty where bad it ones. ended. It was all... Resolved very quickly. Uh, it turns out the trick to calming down some some frogs is just to grab them <laughs> and uh, just hold them for <laughs> hey! a bit, and they'll stop stop attacking. And uh, I think we'll begin in this uh, east bath where just after the fight there was a, an elixir of life used, which has brought Willie up to, to most of his hit points. Um, and as you're here having a look around, uh, I, I will give you your first actual bit of loot because I think the few of you who are in this room. The frogs, um, one of them is a, hot, a frog and one of them turned into an origami crane and was soaring around the room. I believe the crane lands on a bit of, of laundry, a big pile of laundry. And you can actually see on, on top of that laundry what looks like some hand wraps. And I wonder what these could possibly be. Oh. Mmm. What could they be? Uh, so hard. Let's, we should have a look at them. Are they... <laughs> Mm, I, I, I'm so excited to see what this could be. Should we cast Detect Magic? Uh, if you do, they are magical, yes. Wow. wow. Magic hand wraps, the mystery unravels. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. This is a wild start. Um... <laughs> do I need to have Detect just... Magic to identify them or just arcanize enough? 
I believe these items would be common enough that I, I don't feel like I should uh, I should make you you roll for them. Uh, I believe everyone probably already knows what these are. Uh, these mm-hmm. uh, you can recognize as hand wraps of Mighty Blues. The, uh, the plus one version. Uh, so these basically, if you uh, if you you invest in them, and yes, uh, you were saying, Greg, uh, it looks like they've been left here and, and forgotten about. They are a little dusty, um, which isn't good for for a pile of laundry. But it looks like someone's just abandoned <laughs> them, them here. Dusty laundry. But yeah, these are if you invest in them. Uh, any unarmed attacks you make just get a plus one to your attack rolls, which is great. Yeah, that is pretty fantastic. I wonder, I wonder who they belong to. <laughs> and, <laughs> when someone hasn't got around to is doing there a laundry, name? that's. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, perhaps we can ask uh, AC. This potentially uh, could be a lost and, and found pile, uh, for, for all you know. It doesn't look like anything in this little pile of laundry has been touched, and there is a bit of a smell coming from the rest of the pile. So. Okay. It's probably not very clean. All right. Uh, well. And bring Can that I, to um, the bring that to the attention of uh, uh, student instructor uh, EC, I believe she was um, at some point. Yeah, okay, cool. Magic loot. All right, that's yeah. what we're here for. First of the campaign, to, you're here to learn and get an education. Uh, <laughs> and then, and lose a second. Yeah. <laughs> a very close second. So I believe you were told to settle in, have a look around, and then when you were satisfied that you were, you know, dried up from the rainstorm and you'd put all your stuff away, uh, EC would meet you and give you a little tour of the campus, I believe. Mm. That's right. Yeah, no, that sounds great. Um, uh, Riptown yeah, would sort of, yeah, Riptown would sort of uh, to just take uh, Wooly aside and say, uh, I... I, I saw those things and I thought they're so cute. They can't be a problem. And and one, you were bleeding so badly. I'm I misjudged that completely. I'm it's my fault. I'm I'm very very sorry. There was uh, absolutely no blame to be put on you. Uh, I should have known. Paper. Paper can cut as deep as the words that are sometimes written on it. Well, I've, I've certainly learned. I don't know if I want to be wandering around without my without my protection or my weapons. Uh, <laughs> if there's going to be creatures just manifesting in the dorm rooms, for God's sake. Uh, yes, I think I might need to be a bit more careful, a bit more a bit more suspicious. But uh, I'm really yeah. glad you're you're okay. And it's um, Remember, um, yeah, was around to that uh, potion. But anyway, Thank this. You. Let's go look around our home. I can't wait. Is there any anywhere you want to go in particular? I mean, you are seeing the entire uh, dormitory map. I'm not blocking or, or fog of warring any of it because you will basically be able to look wherever wherever you want to. Um, yeah. A lot of them are, are, are rooms. You, you've met a few people. Uh, you had a long list of people who are occupying them. And there were six that were empty, which four have now been, been taken by you guys uh, and, and lovely, lovingly claimed with... Uh, some messy handwriting on the map. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's, yeah. Um, there's Can not I... really much more to this place than just dormitory rooms and then a few like washrooms and baths. But there is the nice common area uh, which does have chizzy laying probably silly mango. <laughs> can I... Um, can Woolly go back to uh, his room just for a bit? Of course. 
so he's got the room uh, just by the southern entrance to uh, to the spire dormitory. Uh, partly because he wants to be uh, the first line of defense, if if there should be. But that's that's just his. That's where his mind goes. He always wants to be first uh, when when danger is close. But what he would like to do now is uh, I can see there's some sort of uh, is it a bench or a, some shelf or what is it in his room? Is it or is, the are there any wolf? drawers or? Uh... Yeah, there'd, there'd be a whole like chest of drawers in in every room. I believe that there should yeah. be to. Just put supplies and things. Uh, and there is a, I... a chest as well uh, near the southern window. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't see that one at first. Can I can I look through the chest or the drawers to see if there's a hidden compartment that he can use? Unfortunately, uh, you, you don't believe there is. I, I don't think there's any, any secrets here. Has it all been cleaned out and uh, properly like left for a new person to move in? All right. Okay, then he will... Uh... You could make a secret compartment if you wanted to. Yes, I am going to. Not <laughs> not yet. He's going to have to get the materials, of course. Mm, that could be a, a downtime crafting thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I'm good. He's going to put his... Uh, he go, he's going to use his new cantrip, though, uh, sigil, and place uh, his sigil on... The door. Oh, awesome! Oh, uh, very nice. And what would your sigil look like? It's um, it's kind of uh, a version of the his religious symbol, which is the uh, the silver dragon mirroring in depicted in the mirror or above the mirror, I think, looking down. But then also combined with sort of a Wonder Woman logo, you know, the two W's. Because of Woolfolk Whitewood. Ah, I see. Yeah. Awesome. Isn't that three W's? No, no it's oh. just WW. It's Whitewood is just the, the surname. So, just one W. It could be three, but uh, he's using two. People might uh, get that confused for the internet cafe if they were free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Um, yeah, e- EC is, uh, is is waiting uh, patiently for, for you uh, when you guys feel like you're, you've explored everywhere. Oh, brilliant. Um, I would love to have a look around and see what there is to see uh, out in the university. Okay, if everyone gathers together before you do set out on, on your little uh, mystery tour, she gives you each a, a scrap of yellow cloth. Yeah, and it's clearly folded around around something. And opening it up, you see it's another glass bead, and this one's like a sunburst shape. She'll say, uh, oh, "This is uh, is to be worn on your on your string of beads. You should have started. It just identifies you as living here in the in the spire camp, uh, spire dormitory." Oh, fantastic! Can I see yeah. if? Her her first bead matches uh, ours. Is she also accepted by Teacher Ott or someone else? Uh, she was not. No, she has mm-hmm. a, a, a a different bead. It's quite similar. Uh, so you can tell it's the one that represents who admitted admitted her. But it, it is not Teacher Ott's bead. No, uh, this one is more of a uh, a pinkish orange bead rather than the cyan and yellow that you have 
pinkish orange. Okay. And ours was. Yours is yellow uh, and cyan blue. and yellow. Oh, yellow cyan and blue, yeah. And blue. Okay. Just on our travels around, have we seen a large volumes of beads on people? Can they build up quite a history in this way? The problem would be that there's not many people out and about in the rainstorm, uh, but the few that you have met do have, uh, well, well, some of them have beads, uh, but Teacher Otto explained that it is something that uh, you, you don't have to keep on your entire stay, it's just like as your initiates, which means you haven't officially been, you haven't, like, you're, you're just starting at the academy. So it's, it's only really new beginners that, uh, <laughs> yes, just, just in case you get into any trouble, they know where you live and who you do, <laughs> etc. That didn't sound <laughs> ominous at all. <laughs> no, it's 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 just just something that, uh, that that they do here. It's a bit of a tradition. But uh, she has uh, everything that's the same. But she she has about I think she has four beads, whereas you guys only have two. Very good. Let us explore. Are you all going to put your new bead on your string or on your necklace or on your hair braid or wherever else you put them last time? Yeah, Woolly's going to carefully uh, untie the uh, string and put on the second bead on his staff. He's going to reach out a finger and point at her. Is she wearing them on her wrist? Yeah, she's got them around her yeah. uh, arm, like a bracelet. And he's gonna ask, uh, <clears throat> "What are, what are those other two representing?" She kind of smiles and she's like, "Oh well, uh, if you if you're ready to to leave, I'm sure we'll we'll get those two very shortly." Oh, okay. Lead the way then. All right. Awesome. Uh, she heads out back into the rain, but before she does, she hands you each uh, an umbrella that's made of the same sort of spider silk uh, with. The I can't remember what I described it as last time. Uh, spider silk uh, reinforced with some reeds. She'll hand each of you a just a little umbrella to keep you you dry if you would like one. Terrell refuses, <laughs> <laughs> and then she'll start heading uh, heading out. And um, the 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 campus is on a big circular island. Uh, Nantambu is a very unique city. Uh, there's Similar to probably similar to like Amsterdam, where there's circular canals around in like a bit of a concentric pattern, um, and the, uh, the Magambia campus sits right on the on the very centre island. So it's a big circle, uh, and the entire island is is the campus. And obviously, you started your journey right in the middle with the magical pavilion. The spire dormitory is right on the edge, which is uh, to the, the southeast. Um, and uh, Isi will, will basically explain, yes, that the inner row of buildings are mostly for like where the teachers study and where the higher-ups uh, are. And there's ten buildings, and they are named after the ten magic warriors of, of old Misha Tembe. And then wow. on the outer ring, there's, you know, the dormitories and then the other buildings, so like the, the libraries, the, the storage areas. The... So there's a few gardens and fields. And then, of course, there is a, 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 an extra little island, which is where performances... She'll, she'll say 
The Speaker's Stage is, is one of her favourite places to just chill because uh, there's usually either like improv performances or, or musicians there practising. Oh. And that's the little island right to the south or by its own little bridge. But yes, she, she actually won't walk very far from your dormitory before she gets to um, a very nice smelling place, the dining hall. Oh, yes. Yeah, she'll lead you important. in and it's uh, the, the, the half of it is open air, but with a very big, thick bamboo roof uh, and, and like stilts keeping up the walls so there's not walls there's yeah, yeah just like a like a, almost like a, a very large terrace uh, and then the second the, the further bit is like an actual building which looks like probably the kitchen and, and the pantry and everything but in front of the uh, under the roof in the in the open air section there's hundreds of benches uh, it's like circular ones square ones wooden ones bamboo ones everything and they're all kind of scattered around and, and there's, there's probably quite a couple students here just just having a meal but yeah she, she'll explain uh, yes this is this is our, our dining hall uh if you need to to come here you get you get two meals every day as students the the dining hall is open from sunrise until two hours after sunset and uh she'll lead you towards the benches towards the back and, and tell you to follow follow her and she'll Head inside into the, the, the actual kitchen area and introduce you to Lamuzi Yao, who I believe you may have heard mentioned when Wolfie was talking about his, his chicken soup recipe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. She is a, a female human, dark skinned, uh, with her, her thick black hair tied up in a, a nice purple ribbon. And she's wearing what, what clearly looks like a, a kitchen, like a chef's outfit. Uh, but one made of, of silk fabrics rather than whatever plasticky ones they have nowadays. Yeah. She's uh, she, she gives you a, a gentle bow and, and she'll say, "Ah, oh, oh, new students, you, uh, you, yeah, I'm so glad to, to see you. I'm I'm Lumusi. I'm the, the head cook here at the Magambia. Uh, welcome to to my domain." And she'll kind of motion to the the dining hall as a whole. <laughs> I'm very pleased to uh, to meet you, and from the smells of coming, what's coming out around here, I think I'm going to. Uh, I think we're going to get along fine. With a big smile from Rectant to this uh, this woman. She'll, say, she'll look at you and say, "Have you eaten lately?" Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm feeling a little peckish. How about the rest of you? Yes, I'm always hungry. Then step this way, and she'll lead you over to. And unfortunately, we aren't going to escape the school cafeteria style, where you get you pick up a train, you go down the line, and they just sort of plop food onto your plate. That's still here, of <laughs> <Yeah>. course. Uh, <laughs> um, but it is it is really good food. Like there's, there's meats, there's stews, there's soups, there's buttered bread, there's uh, probably a few fruits that you uh, you haven't even seen before, maybe local to the, the Mwangi expanse. And you can go down the line and, and each get a what can be described as a mini feast on on your trays. Uh, and at the end of it, she will uh, she will drop you each a a bead which you do recognise from uh, EC's string, and it is a little a little glass bead that resembles a bit of fruit. And so it's probably like an apple and a peach and everything there. And, and she'll say, "Yes, this uh, this uh, marks your your status as initiative uh, initiates, as I'm sure you understand." And, this is how we uh, obviously eventually we can recognize students by sight but uh, just while we're getting to know you this will uh, entitle you to your your two meals a day and she'll uh, encourage you to to put them on your little strings or or again 
Mm, straight away. Yep. And Wooly, he's uh, he's ecstatic in here. He's he's picking out at least one of everything, and he's <laughs> sitting down smiling. As I think EC will probably grab her meal and sit down with you. As Tyrol is a uh, essentially just watching everyone and then sort of mimicking along, uh, trying to get used to the the customs. Uh, he's going to essentially copy Wooly and possibly have a bit too much food than he can get. <laughs> He's a very lanky one. <laughs> Doesn't have a lot of space. <laughs> okay, so uh, Rickdown, uh, Rickdown will uh, grab a plate full of food uh, as well, and uh, probably somewhat less than Woolly, um, and uh, look forward to tucking in after uh, uh, the end of a really long journey and and the stress of standing out in the rain and that, uh, that big interview. It's, it's, uh, they're feeling, uh, feeling pretty whacked at the moment. I think Wolfie has a, has a hearty meal to, mm. uh, to, to restore some of their uh, lost blood from those people. Excellent. <laughs> As you're I can feel my strength returning already. <laughs> As you're sitting down and, and tucking in, I think EC uh, just froze in. And she, she's like, oh, yes, and... Uh, if if anyone here wants a few, little bit of uh, of money making opportunity, the Lumuzi, uh, she hires some students to to help in the kitchen or, or to harvest food. Uh, basically, if anyone wants to use the earn income downtime action, you can use survival nature or crafting and just help out oh. in general ways. Cool. Yeah, fantastic. I might see if my talent might be useful. Or poisoning the food. <laughs> well, not poisoning. <laughs> More like seasoning <laughs> with poison. <laughs> uh, there is not much difference. <laughs> there is not much difference between a poison and seasoning. Both can be made of plants. Caffeine is yes. a poison. Wow. Just knowing which one to put in which. Yes, please don't get them mixed up. <laughs> I'm an expert at my craft. <laughs> no, I thought you were trained. I'm assuming you have uh, you you have crafting as a skill. You can use that to, as earn income. In, yeah, cooking. Um, if anyone has like cooking lore or kitchen lore or, or anything like that from from their backgrounds or anything, you can definitely use that as well. Um, but yeah, if you want to earn a little bit of money in between your studies and you have like a week or two off, you can come here and just help out at any point. Uh, it's good to know. I think I'll probably need to see what kind of level of obligation the studying requires uh, before I start thinking about <laughs> our part-time jobs. Um, yes, of course. He's, he's, yet to he's, see. If you say that, he's, he's like, yes, of course, of course. We don't want to get in the way of your studies, of course. They're, they're the most important. Uh, <laughs> she just keeps tucking in. <laughs> Fair enough. While we're eating, I'm going to ask Isi to more about her, where she's she came from who she is a bit more than well being a student that's showing us the place because <laughs> I okay. don't think we've had that information yet she will uh, yeah she can basically give you a bit of a bit of a background to her she she uh, lets you know that she's uh, well actually I, I I grew up here in Nantambu I didn't uh, didn't really have have far to go um, my parents as they were they, they always aspired me to, to come to the Magambia and well here I am I, uh, but I, I've, I've taken a, my role uh, very, very seriously. Uh, I am so far organised some extracurricular activities, and uh, I actually command uh, some of our sports teams. Oh, Ooh. Yes. what sports, sports teams? 
Right, this is where I have to make up a new Quidditch, isn't it? (laughs) 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 Plenty of sports you can reference. Please say volleyball. It's a great sport. Okay, you know what? Um, I I was going to come up with a weird Pathfinder sport, but that's going to take too much time. So yeah, they will have the classics uh, like soccer or football for those uh, who aren't American, which is all of us. Uh, Football, uh, volleyball... (laughs) There'll probably be yeah. some like badminton and, and tennis. Uh, they'll yeah, they'll, they'll be. She'll say, she'll say a few weird things like she has set up some obstacle courses to keep students active and uh, basically what sounds like Zumba. <laughs> oh. <laughs> are there are there any martial Zumba. competitions like strength of arms or this kind of thing? I am so glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she says, "Well, uh, well, occasionally, in fact." Uh, there's a teacher, a, a martial artist at the school, Mafika, and he uh, he does put on some uh, some friendly fighting tournaments from time to time. I, I don't believe there's one scheduled soon, but maybe in a couple of levels' time there might be one. That's a meal you well, no, uh, certainly something to look forward to. So, uh, awesome. <laughs> yes, look, <laughs> we'll get to that. Oh, uh, spoilers! Uh, no, <laughs> yes, yeah, sure, yeah, so there's like a few regular martial art tournaments and, and some sparring going on. Uh, yes, yes, of course. If that's your your thing, of course we can we can get you get you doing that. I look forward to participating fully in everything the university has to offer. Their eyes are sh- their eyes are shining with excitement. Being refreshed by the food. This and if you much. ever are up for some uh, some gaming, uh, I help. Uh... Shit, which one was it? Who ran the games night? There's one of them. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm literally just looking for all of my uh, all of my notes. Why well, your super flash notes. notebook, Dylan? I know. Yes. Uh, was it Ignacy that did the game, uh, or he just invited us? I think it's Kofi or Koru. I'm not sure my own writing here. I have game night written next to them in I my I think notes. it's Okoro. I think you're quite close. O-K-O-R-O. Okoro, who you haven't actually met. Um, yes, yeah, she's like, uh, yes, I, I help Okoro run his, uh, his his games night in, in the dorm. Uh, that happens every every Wheels Day, uh, which is uh, in... I don't think I've ever told you what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, uh, Pathfinder has, uh, has their own versions. It is currently Sunday, which is the only day that is the same in real life and Pathfinder. Oh. Uh-huh. So you you arrive. Uh, it's, you're basically freshers. <laughs> freshers weekend. You arrive on on the Sunday, and, and then uh, yes, Wheels Day, which is Fantasy Wednesday. They have a, a games night uh, at the dormitory. But uh, she say yes if you're interested in, in some war games. We we have a we have a really odd game where with some unusually shaped dice where we roll them. <laughs> oh yes. And pretend we're office workers in. Uh... 20th century America. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, we're gonna. This is getting too meta. Um, <laughs> Just a chat. She, she seems. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, she'll just chat to you about uh, about anything. Anything you, you want. She'll she'll talk about a bit of the campus. How how she uh, she will advocate for the Tempest Sun mages heavily. And this is one of the branches of the Megambia. Um, you know, there's the, the five branches. Uh, she has already chosen 
which one she wants to be. And, and she is part of the Tempest Sun Majors, which are the ones who inspire like valor and physical courage and uh, and um, generally the um, the strength and fighting sort of side of things. Mm. Interesting. Defense, you know, uh, d- defending defending Mantiam Hambu and the Magambia itself, and, and it's all. Ooh, very interesting stuff. I, uh, uh, I'm sure you'll find out more about the, the branches very shortly. Do you have any deeds you wish to speak of? Any deeds? Uh, well, I, I don't know if I should get you uh, you working on your very first day here, but uh, I believe you'll have a busy week ahead of you. But I, I, I won't. I wouldn't worry about that yet. That's something for tomorrow. Tyrrell meant more a um, any deeds that she's performed that she'd like to tell us about mm. in line with the Tempest Majors. Sort of like a uh, selling them as a spokesman. Oh, in, in that case. Um, well, I, I, I spent my time researching some uh, mi- military defense tactics that have been used in, in some of the sieges on Absalom and, uh, and the World Wound Incursion. I, I've got lots of, uh, lots of books on... Uh, on uh, military tactics and, and some foreign policy. It's, uh, it's an interest of mine, really. Yawn. Not that one. That was me. If this was like uh, 21st century, she'd be a World War II historian. Like, essentially, one of those probably, military yeah. nerds. Yeah, yeah, one of the, uh, the ones who knows every single type of like helicopter and oh. gun and. Yeah. Okay. Maybe more Cold War because World Wound and Siege on Absalom are pretty close time-wise to us. Sure, very sure. They're not that old. No, actually, I think I think that the stuff in in Pathfinder World was quite recent. Um, probably, I don't know when the World Wound incursion was, but that was probably within the last. In the last was... ten year, I think. Yeah. Just take I... the year the. AP came out, and that's pretty much it if you convert it to the year of the calendar. Mm. But yeah, you get the idea that she uh, she's um, very interested in, in like fighting tactics and, and especially like defense and what she can do to defend Nantambu and, and the school and everything. And that's uh, she will explain that's that's partially like the Tempest Sun Mage. There, they're all about the valor and the combat focus and everything. Oh, very interesting. He's happy with that. When I was younger, I felt like the uh, the Tempest Sun Mages are probably the most exciting group. But uh, as I, I just grew to love the learning for its own sake and thinking of new ways of doing things. So I'm really leaning towards the Cascade Bearers myself. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, you, you should. Uh, well, I don't. Uh, I, I don't want to speak for badly of Chizir, but you should speak to him at, at some point. He is a a cascade bearer, although I fear he uh, he doesn't take it as seriously as he should. Mm, I got the impression he didn't, doesn't take a lot seriously. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> Looks <laughs> can be deceiving. Very Tyrol true. Tyrol just pushes away like this half full <laughs> plate of food that he just cannot eat anymore of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you guys can uh, can finish up your your meal and. Have a little bit of a chat, and she's like, "Oh, oh, we, we best we get into the to the powder pile before it, it closes." Lead on. 
Okay, uh, she will um, make her way past, back around, doing like a, a, a lap of the campus, back past the dormitory. Uh, you walk through uh, what she says is the Leshy Gardens, a big, uh, big sort of floral garden, with uh, which is home to quite a few peculiar Leshy creatures. And then she'll head up towards the northern end and uh, lead you to a, um, a fairly squat building. Uh, she's like, oh, this is the, the supply store, but uh, we all call it the powder pile. And there's a, a large collection of magical powders here. Uh, and it's, uh, well, well, I'll show you. And she'll, she'll enter in and there'll be a little, um, one of classic shop bells that dings as you, you open the door and walk in. And you can see a very, very, very disorganised room. Really disorganised. But it does look like there may be some sort of method to the madness. Mm. Like, to to, to the untrained eye, things are put everywhere. But as you look closely, you do see there's some very slight organisation between between the varied piles of of just items in here. Uh, and, And sort of running around the room between uh, between piles, trying to count things and, and moving things around, you see a very cute little golden kobold. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. And um, at, when we enter, Woolly is going to look up from his uh, notebook that he's been having out, and he's been, like, counting things in his head and then writing and then scratching and then writing. And... Um, Hello, what, what's your name? Oh, uh, hello, I am Zokan. Oh, nice Welcome to meet you. To, to my store. Thank you. Uh, by you. Do you perchance have any wood? Wood, yes. I would very much like to purchase some. And he uh, starts uh, rattling off uh, measurements and... Uh, uh, quantities that he would like to purchase. You see, you see, uh, just just steps in a moment and says, uh, uh, "Zokan, these are these are some some new students. They haven't been here before." And at that, the kobold kind of like smacks his head and he's like, "Oh, oh, of course!" Uh, and he hurries behind what looks like a, a very small counter, just in the middle of some pack, stacks of uh, papers and things, and uh, and pulls out a, 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 a glass bead again. Oh. <laughs> and this is a uh, this is another one that you see in EC has, and this is in a shape of like a bulging sack of goods. Oh, um, but it's kind of a, a fairly boring brown glass bead. And he's like, "These are these are for you." And uh, and she fishes around in some boxes behind the desk uh, and runs over to each of you with like a, a pile of things in his hands, and he, he repeats this to each of you. And he's basically giving you a whole bunch of uh, like parchment. He'll give you some fresh quills. He'll give you a little ink bottle each. The, the, the sort of uh, study materials that you'll need here. Is it still tipping it down outside? Yes. <laughs> Tyrul is a uh, very wet. Still. You do still have your umbrellas. Yeah. Which Tyrul did so not you take. Should... <laughs> oh. In that case. Um... Yes, we'll see how what happens. Is there a scroll? <laughs> uh, to I'm sure I can put your gear in my bag uh, if you like. Next, he I could just return for it on a better day. Uh, Zokan the kobold will then run behind his desk. He is 
frantic, this this little creature. He is uh, like three foot tall and just sprinting around everywhere. Uh, but it looks like this is basically his day-to-day uh, activities, just running around this little room, organizing things. Um, so he doesn't look like he's breaking a sweat at all. He's just an energetic, nerd little guy. Yes, very energetic. <laughs> um, almost uh, too energetic. For those who don't know, um, kobolds um, are typically like mini dragons. They're like three foot tall, little dragon-headed humanoids. Um, and they have a variety of uh, scale colors based on their draconic kind of heritage. Uh, just in case people were going, what the hell's a kobold? Unfortunately, the viewers can't uh, can't see this, but on on our Discord stream, I am showing you a picture of him. Oh, oh uh, look at him go! There he is. Awesome. He's, got a, he's, little, he's got a little, uh, little robe of yellow. It's pretty. Yeah, he's pretty pretty, pretty snappy. Cool. A little, little, basically, yeah, a, a, a very small draconic creature. Um, he will come out and each hand you a money pouch as well. Oh, okay. And he'll explain. Well, actually, EC will say, yeah, yes, every student here, when they're enrolled by a teacher, receives a initial stipend. There should be 40 gold pieces in there. Mm-hmm. What? But wow, don't spend it all fortune. at once. This is to last you a while. <laughs> 40? Uh, no. Don't spend it all at once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like a potency rune, please. <laughs> That's only like four gold, right? No, um, and a rune is thirty-five. Uh, the crystal is four. Mm. Oh, a rune! Yeah, I, I but I, I was just kidding. Crystal. <laughs> Sorry, how long is this supposed to last us for, uh, Issy? Well, this is your initial stipend, and uh, and I believe Zuckin has uh, has your other one ready. And this is the the cable kind of smacks his head again, runs back. <laughs> and then gets an additional four gold for each of you. And she's like, yes, you uh, students and initiates receive four gold at the start of every month. Uh, just to, to top up your funds. But the, the 40 gold is, is, is generally to last you your perquisite period. Which, as I said, you varies between a couple months to, to like the first year. Uh, so, oh. so it's a long... This is meant to last a long time. Okay. Is, uh, yeah. Although, you know, uh, Pathfinder, I'm, I'm sure you're getting some funds in a different way. <laughs> Is there casinos in a uh, Magambia? Coconut <laughs> 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 tonight? There is not casinos, uh, but like, I'm sure there are some dorms that would be doing uh, some like Golem games or, or yeah, poker or, or something like that. There will be students who you can bet with, but not an official casino. No. If you would like to, to chance it. your money already. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder in that uh, sparring competition uh, if there were going to be bits taken on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Out of character, quickly. Uh, looking around, you can see that Zokan has basically any item up to third level. Oh. But uh, oils, potions, scrolls and wands up to fifth level and staffs oh. up to sixth level. Or staves cool. even. Wow. Um, uh, so yeah, your first few levels will probably be just be here selling and buying stuff. Uh, EC will say, oh, "Yes, Zoken here is from. Uh, he's open two hours before lunch and, and closes at sunset. Uh, so if you ever need any supplies or you have things to sell him, uh, he he usually uh, buys strange things that students find and, and gives you money that way." 
Wonderful. I'm sure that we will have a... Well, after we've put in our time hitting the books, I'm sure we'll have a long and productive relationship, Selkar. Uh, he he uh, he's like yeah, yes yes um, I, I'm I'm excited to, to for you to buy stuff and to, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah I will be looking around admiringly at the uh, particularly at probably any kind of staffs that he has around because um, it's really my thing um, but uh, the wands and other items that are obviously magical and exciting and interesting. Uh, I haven't had the chance to lot. get my hands on this kind of thing yet. There's a lot, but I feel like all the staves and wands are slightly out of your price range at the moment. Mm. Yes, this is a... Uh, I, I'm, I want them, I want them, but I know I can't have them <laughs> just yet. Your eyes are larger than your grass. Very much so. <laughs> mm. I mean, if... Um... If uh, Willie wants to buy some planks of wood and, and things, it, it wouldn't be much at all for like just some scrap wood. Yeah, that's perfect. He would it like would uh, some a... more chunky that he can carve things out of, and then uh, basically uh, a piece of thin wood that he could make a false bottom out of. Like plywood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah you, you, can, you could probably get enough for just like a couple of silvers. It wouldn't, okay. wouldn't be much at all. Perfect. And then en- enough material to make a, a secret compartment. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna. He- he'll he'll give him five silver then. Oh, uh, he he would have probably asked for like two or three, but yep. uh, do you want to give him a little note? I'll if uh, if anything goes wrong, I might I might come back for more. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, yes, yeah, come back any time you'd like. Uh, and he'll. It seems a bit odd seeing the kobold standing in, in one spot for a while as he's talking to you. He he does. I mean, he's forcing himself to stand still to talk to you, but it seems like <laughs> he is itching to keep running, running around and, and counting objects or, or whatever. He does seem <laughs> a bit manic. Oh, he he's doing inventory every day. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if, if that's exactly what his job was. Maybe this so is like his. Going that he needs to make sure it's, it's correct. Ma- yeah. Maybe uh, he kind of sees this as his hoard. Ooh. Yes. Or certainly the keeper of. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Well, we've got uh, got some money. We've got some study gear. Um, what's next, DC? She's like, well, uh, I, I think those are the two places that you'll probably be visiting more often than, than the others. Uh, I, I don't really know if there's anything else I, I should show you. I mean, we've got uh, we've got some libraries, we've got some storage barns, but uh, those I'm sure you can sort out on your own or, or, or see to your own devices and, and find them. Um, I mean, it's getting rather rather late now, uh, and, and we have a busy week ahead of us. Um, I believe you are doing some some service projects this week. Uh, I will be helping out tomorrow, actually. Uh, so so I'd, I'd say it's probably best just to, to take some rest, and uh, and I will see, I'll meet you early outside the dorm tomorrow morning, and, and hopefully the weather's better. 
Yes, yes, of course. So it shall be. This absolutely daily duty normality for Richter. Up and about before dawn, ready to go. We're all quite a um, temperate in our locations, but if a um, the Magambia is fairly equatorial, dawn is probably not as early as it sounds. Yeah, that's true, that's isn't it? I hadn't actually true, considered yeah. that, but yeah. It would be mm. uh, if it's within the tropicy band for the for Galarian, then it will uh, it won't vary at all that much throughout the year. So it'll be a fairly consistent time zone. Yeah, a bit of a, a little bit of a lion. A little bit of a lion. All right, we'll take it. I expect the magic academy. Rickdown expects the magical academy to be less strenuous than the sort of mixed but militaristic uh, training they've had for the last six or seven years. <laughs> Whether that's true or we not, we'll see. So. Yeah. yeah. Did anyone desperately want to do anything this evening, or did you want to just uh, do as he suggests and, and just chill out? Um, I believe there is an offer of wine. <laughs> yes, if you uh, if you wanted to head back to the uh, the dormitory, uh, Chizir will uh, very graciously welcome you uh, into his uh, into his uh, room at the dorm and, uh, and share a nice bottle of uh, wine around. I think it's illegal for a rogue to turn wine down, so I uh, <laughs> had to follow you. <laughs> So, um, we're back in the dormitory now. Unless you want to desperately head anywhere else, I think it might be best to, to just take the evening off and, and yeah, do things back at the dorm. Yeah, I would like to uh, do something in the dorm then. Okay. Yeah. When, uh, when we all uh, uh, retired back to our rooms, or uh, Terul has gone to Chesier's room, uh, Woolly would like to uh, visit Rick. He goes and uh, you can also tell by his uh, his movement. You could uh, you could uh, uh, describe it as slow, but it is more like uh, uh, deliberate. He he doesn't waste any any energy moving. He's just uh, he. Uh, He's very. Uh, he uh, he doesn't go around anything. He just goes straight to where he's going always. No wasted move. Anyway, he knocks on uh, Rick's door. Uh, uh, Rick opens the door. Good evening. Um, do you have a evening, few Willie. moments? Uh, of course, please come in. I mean, I, I actually Thank you. was going to come and see you later, so oh. I wanted to see what you're doing with the wood. But uh, please come. No. Well, um, I like I like to carve things. Is that's his sort of avoiding the answer, I guess. Um, but he goes in and he uh, sits down and he's uh, <coughs> he says, <coughs> as uh, as you might have surmised during our interview, I like to. Uh, Write things about uh, things I uh, observe. And uh, inspiration came to me uh, when uh, talking to you. Uh, and I would like to add something to my collection. But I would never 
unless the person which is which it's about uh, allows it so please you'll be the first to hear the latest in my collection <clears throat> and he pulls out his uh, uh, notebook once more flips flips through the pages and uh, you can see there have been pages ripped out there have been uh, poems crossed over but then he f- you f- he finds the one he's looking for and he clears his uh, throat uh, once more a big <coughs> grin of expectation and suspicion <laughs> on their face and please there once was a magus most terrific with command of magic very mythic Rick was their name, knowledge their aim, and in their pants is nothing specific. That is wonderful. Rick is just absolutely cracking up. It's uh, something they, have, they definitely have is the ability to laugh at themselves. It's probably the only thing that has kept uh, their shit together, so to speak. Um, and that is absolutely wonderful. And uh, Rick will um, th- throw their arms around you and uh, give you a squeeze uh, while laughing in your ear. Uh, that's that is a, such a wonderful gift, Willie. Thank you so much. And um, please, you can. I, I approve 100% whatever you want to do with it. And Wonderful. He's Thank a little uh, taken aback at the hug at first, but then he embraces Rick uh, in a very hearty kind of Santa hug, and he says, "Well, thank you. I'm I'm glad you like it." I just want everybody to take a moment to picture that hug and what it would actually look like with the different body types and, uh, <laughs> and people we're talking about here. The near seven foot muscular giant creature with tusks <laughs> and the uh, sh- short stout powerful dwarf yeah. uh, that's an and interesting e- image even, uh, even with your long arms I would say you have a hard time reaching all the way around, around <laughs> oh wow okay this is more than I expected fantastic <laughs> oh dear Amazing. Uh, wow. so uh, so Wooly um, <clears throat> there's since our interview. I've, I've I've been wanting to ask you. You mentioned that uh, you'd you'd lost someone. You were looking for someone. Um, so I was, I was going to come and find you later to uh, to ask you about that if you don't mind sharing. And uh, he kind of he instantly gets very somber. Uh, he looks down and. Uh, you can see. Uh, well, can I ask for a perception? Yeah, of course. Yeah, please. You want me to roll the perception? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Seventeen. Um, you can see that he's uh, holding back tears at this point. That uh, at this being brought up when he wasn't ready for it, and. Uh, Uh, He says, well, the one I lost was my, uh, it was my wife. I haven't seen her for uh, almost six months now. 
Yeah, I, I worry that it was my uh, worship that took her away from me. Um, so, um, well, that's, that's, maybe that's later. Terrible, maybe man. later, he says, and he he uh, he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Sorry. Okay. No, 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 it's it's fine. I, I shouldn't have pried so deeply. I didn't realize what I was touching on. So look, uh, let me let me get you a drink. Um, and uh, of the few possessions that Rickdown has bothered has bothered to throw away, um, it opens a, a throw away to set up, I should say, opens mm. a, a little cupboard and gets out a uh, a fine bottle and uh, holds it up. For uh, Wally's inspection, so it's, uh, my father made fortune making and selling this stuff. Mm. I uh, I took this when I left home when I was about twelve years old, and I haven't been back. Oh. And the bottle's never been opened. So I think actually, why don't we gather the uh, the others and all toast ourselves? Says uh, that sounds like a marvelous idea. Wonderful. Says uh, Ogorojo from uh, from Matakali. Uh, it's a famous drink among my people, the Matanji Orcs, and uh, my father is a bit of a, a booze magnate amongst many other things. So uh, let's let's all go. Let's go out to the uh, the common area, see who's around, and uh, we'll have a drink on my dad. Yeah, please. And he uh, opens the way for Rick and stands back. <laughs> opens the door. All right. Whoa. So. This, sorry, while this was happening, because um, you guys would have had a little bit of conversation, I, I believe Chizer and Terrell would have had a little bit of time to, to begin drinking. <laughs> um, is is Yushkol doing anything in particular? Yushkol would have been in his room uh, setting his stuff up. The, okay. Well, the few things he has. So Terrell, you, uh, you, you, when you get back and, and the others all, all head off somewhere, you, you knock on the door who you know is Chizit, and uh, yes, the catfolk answers and uh, gestures inward, and you see he's uh, he's not alone. He has already began drinking with, uh, with someone who you haven't met, um, but you have heard of Hybram, who is, uh, I believe all you've heard about this one is that he is most likely to start a fire somewhere. <laughs> um, and as you walk into Chizit's room, you are immediately notice that there is a, a complete moonshine still in the dorm room which looks like it has been built from scrap oh that's fantastic <laughs> and, and Chizir and, and Hiram are just kind of, kind of joking around and, and they have a little, a little glass of, uh, of what they're calling wine but it's probably moonshine <laughs> um, and offer you a, a glass and uh, and Hybram will uh, come over he, and he is a, a dwarf as well and just kind of cheers you if you accept the drink. Uh, Tyrol does accept the drink. He will cheers Hybram back. He looks at it and goes, and much innovation in that device. And then he will take a sip of the drink and see what it's like. I mean, it's it's actually pretty good for something that's been uh, brewed in a dormitory room. Very strong, <laughs> really strong. But uh, it's yeah, it's not not terrible. Chizzer is just like you, yes, I, uh, I know what I'm doing with it. And Hyman kind of chuckles and says, oh, of course, of course you do, Chizzer, of course you do. 
uh, tell you what, this is the best drink I've I've had. So, a uh, uh, new guy. This is this is Hybron the dwarf. Uh, t- tell me, what drew you here to the Megambia? A stranger said to me. A stranger, eh? Ooh, that's... Uh, he's a mystical one, isn't he? Cheers here. And the cat's just like, yeah. <laughs> yes, I, uh, I, I get that impression. But, but aren't we all mystical? Eh? Is this not a school you, uh... for mysticism? Oh, oh, yes, of course, yes, yes, of course. Uh, so, so uh, Hobgoblin. Uh, Terrell of Ket. Terrell of Ket. Yes. Uh, uh, the name's Ibram, Ibram Fodger. Uh, and I'm sure you've met Chizir before. Terrell will nod at Chizir. Uh, is it. I've heard that you, uh, you, you goblin folk, are, are fond of fires, is that right? Not particularly, not something for my folk. Oh, well, uh, no, there's nothing wrong with that, of course. I'm sure most people don't enjoy fires, but I have uh, <laughs> uh, an unhealthy obsession with it. Mm. <laughs> you are the one to explode things, they say. That is just like, yeah, uh, yes, on a. On a regular basis, I think he's uh, he's almost scheduled it into his uh, into his study rotor. Um. <laughs> very odd, <laughs> very odd pair. These two, <laughs> you get the sense that, uh, that that you're not entirely sure what you can take seriously uh, what they're saying. Um, I will be taking like everything literally they that they say, <laughs> putting it away. I think that room is very, very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, I think after a little while, they're just cracking jokes about people who you don't know. There's a few jokes about um, a student, uh, sorry, a, a teacher um, called Karaid, who I don't believe you've heard of yet. There's, there's a lot of jokes about uh, one particular teacher who is called Zuma. Zuma? And then there's quite a few... Zuma, yes. There's quite a few jokes about uh, about Isi <laughs> being, uh, <laughs> being the, the, the uh, star, star pupil of, of the Gambia. Right. I guess that's my competition going forward. She doesn't know it yet. <laughs> uh, I, I think after a, a few drinks of moonshine and joking around, I think the others two uh, can probably join here. So always been quiet, and just listening and absorbing what he can. Okay, Rick, Rick and uh, Wolfie, you were going to join, is that right? Yep. That makes sense that we would hear uh, hear the new voice of Hybrum uh, with Chazir and the occasional utterance from. The yeah, very... they're not being quiet. No, no. But, uh, Tyrell is probably being quiet. Very mysterious. <laughs> we need to un- mm-hmm. unpack a bit of Tyrell, but we'll get to that. But yeah, we'll uh, sort of barge on in and uh, find a place to fit and um, admire the still what? for a start. <laughs> Willie's going to take a detour uh, uh, past uh, Ishkol's room first. 
and invites him as, along as well. Of course. Ishkol will join him. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, we've got everyone here. Huh. Is, it, is anybody because else in residence that we haven't met yet at the moment? As it's getting on to the evening, there are going to be quite a few people around. Cool. Okay. Because I believe everyone is uh, probably staying away from the, the loud drinking room. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very considerate, all things. All Troublemakers things from the start. Account. In fact, I think at one point DC does pop ahead and say, uh, uh, Hi, Brum, I can hear your laugh from across the hall. Uh, can you can you keep it down a notch? Uh, <laughs> very uh, so good. The dwarf obviously is uh, just like... Oh, anything for you, EC. Anything for you. And uh, as, as after she closes the door and leaves, he, he obviously laughs particularly <laughs> loudly, just to uh, just just as a, an added extra. Um, Very good. Yeah. Can I uh, can I see if uh, Chiseras and uh, Hybram's first beads match the pinkish orange of Essie's? Yes, they do. Mm. Yeah. So, oh, Wolfolk is guessing here, here. here. Yeah, at, that Hybram is the third or a member of their uh, cohort as well. Good deduction. Yeah. Well, I'm. Okoro down as their fourth, but I must be wrong. Let's see. I, I think, as he said, Ankaru was the same cohort. Oh no! Actually, sorry. Uh, oh wow! I have been called out by uh, by a player. Oh. No, you are absolutely right. Uh, sorry, Akora cut the mic. Is... Cut the mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greg, you're fired. Uh, no. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you corrected me on air. No, no, no. Good. I mean, good note taking. Uh, yes, sorry. Uh, it, it isn't Highbram doesn't have the same color, oh. but. Uh, Chizir does. It, it was Ankarud, Isi, Chizir, and Decoro. You are okay. absolutely correct there. So would that they are the, uh, the four who would have the, the same would, uh, bead? Would that put Hybram's bead as the same as Ignacy? Uh, yes, it would. Um, so I think for the second it? cohort, it's Hybram, Mariana, Strands of Glowing Dawn, and Ignacy. So there's three four cohorts here. That's my. Uh, there Assumption. is an additional, uh, an additional one actually. Noxolo, Noxolo. There's uh, who, who I don't believe you've really heard anything about. No. Um, I, don't, I think she is the fifth member of uh, the other cohort here. They, they can be so. four or five. Hmm. Perhaps so not strictly fours. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Standard adventuring party sizes. Yes. Um, <laughs> But no, you are absolutely correct. Um, Ig- Ignacy's uh, bead would be... Uh, they, they would be a, a silvery, dark blue bead. All right. Right. Okay, thank you. Uh, I should probably take a note. Hopefully so I don't get corrected again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, I am, the, the shame of it, really. Um, that, no, I... Uh, as this is Jim Breakout you, podcast... Uh, you got that, yeah. All, all I can say <laughs> is that it's, it stands to Dylan's GMing that this information was given over so clearly and eloquently in previous episodes. Thank you oh, very much. Mm. Uh, very well said, very well said. Uh, just from a GM, from the player looking at the GM point of view, 
Looks like there's a fair few NPCs to keep track of in this one. (laughs) (laughs) I have now written uh, all of the cohorts and all of the colours of their beads. Uh, because I'm sure level 20, there's not going to be a boss fight. There's just going to be a big puzzle room. And it's uh, <laughs> going to come down to their colours of beads from the very start. Oh, <laughs> we'll just end the campaign in a pop quiz. The level 20 boss is just like, oh yeah, well, I mean, you win if you answer the quiz. It's the final exam, of course. <laughs> Who was in a cohort with strands of glowing dawn? How many children did she have? <laughs> uh, uh, joke, but I am making notes furiously right now. I'm sure. Uh, well, Rickdan, knowing that there's a job to be done in the morning, uh, will share a little of uh, their father's liquor and sample a little bit of this uh, moonshine, but will not. Uh, be going uh, too hard or too late. It's, uh, it's very important to them that they make a good uh, first impression on actual work. So they will retire to their room after an hour or so. If you uh, if you state that while you're in the room, uh, I, I believe you get a very hearty <laughs> "Go hard or go home" right from the dwarf. <laughs> and <laughs> home, home it is. See ya. Is like a, you do realize we are home. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, it, it's not. It's not going to be a crazy, a crazy party. This is. Uh, this, you seem to assume that this is like probably an evening uh, drinking session that these two have. <laughs> Very good. Um, I'm, I'm happy to get in and out of that as it suits me, but it's probably not going to be my daily ritual with them. <laughs> Terrell will not stay much longer. No. Yes. Uh-huh. I believe in the uh, when it gets to probably around. Ish in the evening might be a good idea to, to, for, for people to, to start uh, going going off and uh, just just breaking off into into their own groups. Although uh, as uh, I think you are walking back through the uh, corridor to your own dorm rooms, you do see someone coming from the bottom section, uh, and this is someone you've probably heard quite a bit about uh, but have never met. Uh, and this is yeah, you see a, a, a female a female human. Um, very, very brightly dressed. Lots of greens and yellows and reds and, uh, and uh, dreadlock-style hair on her head. Uh, she, she's running in from, from outside. Um, absolutely drenched. <laughs> and, uh, and, and she's like, Oh, 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 new people. Uh, 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 oh, hello. Uh, oh. She she's suddenly looks down at her clothes, which are dripping puddles onto the floor. And she's like, oh, I would stop to chat, but uh, I should probably get dry. And she'll... But, but and the name's Mariama. Uh, no, nice to meet yeah, you, Mariama. Yeah, shouts after her. Wooly! quickly rush off, <laughs> rush off to the to the towels to, to get dry. See, there's another who appreciates the weather. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think they were appreciating it. I think they're more suffering from from it. Yes. (laughs) Mm, Appreciation. I think you've probably met a good majority of the people here now. Whether it's very quickly, like Anka Root and Mariana, or whether it's a... I think the only two we haven't met is Okoro and... Okoro. Strands of Glowing Dawn. And uh, Noxolo, who everyone is forgetting about, including me. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Who was that? Uh, Noxolo is the one you haven't actually really ha- heard mentioned 
uh, too much. An unpopular um, character. If you ask someone, I think they seem to be quite mystical and, and probably quite uh, introverted um, and not very trusting of people. Hmm. Okay, well, um, you know what, everybody? It is day one on campus. It's uh, this time. Yes. And there is a Very time good. for us to be. And Terrell will go to bed. <laughs> okay. In that case, I believe. Ooh, <laughs> night falls upon cool. the map. Yes, magically changing the map from day to night. Um, Very tricky. We'll, we'll go to sleep uh, and see what tomorrow brings I believe now is probably a good time for us to, to end mm-hmm. without going super late it's only 10 to minutes yeah, 10 to 1 in Sweden oh god <laughs> we've already gone very late <laughs> it's barely 7 <laughs> not, not a super lot happening today but you've made your way around you've met some new people you've got mm-hmm. some money you've got some food and it's a really good time because uh, because next episode we'll be jumping straight into whatever these yes. service projects you'll be doing are. Fantastic. That sounds, sounds like it's full of excitement. Yes, I believe this is the, uh, the, the slow introduction over with. I've heard a lot about this campaign. Uh, everyone says, yeah, I mean, it's a slow start, but once you get into it, 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 it gets into it. And I think that's just about at the point. Yeah, I'm excited. At. I would just like to pay tribute to whomever is the artist for these students because that art is phenomenal. It is extremely oh, characterful, yes, really and good. I am loving it. So, whoever, if you are listening, it's great. We have uh, we have seen a lot of uh, a lot of uh, of great pictures of, of people. I mean, all of the Paizo art is uh, is particularly good, but these ones are really really awesome. Uh, I love Shizu's <laughs> little smirk. Mm, he's he's one of the <laughs> best ones there. Yeah, it's. On par with Mona Lisa's smile, I guess. His (laughs) eyes follow you around the room. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Yes, there's there's a few you haven't met, uh, and I'm sure we'll get to them eventually, but uh, yes. uh, Awesome. Thanks so much for for coming out and playing. Uh, I'm really, really looking forward to to our next session now. It's uh, going to be very, very (laughs) chaotic and very fun, I can tell. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, everybody, thank you very much. Thanks for listening, guys. Good evening and good night. Or good morning and good day. Good moment of the day, more like it. But yeah, thank you for listening, and maybe we'll get to a stabby part of the game soon. <laughs> maybe a stabby poison part is coming up very shortly. We'll see. Stabby part of the game. See I love you guys it. next time. <laughs> All right. Bye bye. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the GM Breakout Podcast. We really, really hope that you enjoyed this one. If you'd like to keep up to date with us and find out when any new episodes are released or if there's anything special happening with our podcast, you can follow us on social media. Just search for GM Breakout Podcast on Facebook, GM Breakout on Instagram, and at GM Breakout Pod on Twitter. And of course, we'll see you all again next week. Goodbye.